I'm Raf. And I'm Raf. We're Raf. Raf Farispo of the Far From Vesuvius podcast. That's Ralph Pizarro of Cultural Napoli Club. Just rant about Napoli. Let's just, um, let's go for it. We're going to rant. We're going to match report. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about topics. We'll leave comments and we'll read your comments out. Question. All right. Quick stats. Yes. Throw the stats up there. On to a nice little segment that we're going to call the Beast of the Match. The who is beasting it for the Napoli team. Let's see. But follow us on Facebook. Rafael Rispo, Ralph Pizarro, Twitter at RafaNapoli83. That's me. I'm CNC USA 26. I want some feedback to the show. What do you guys want to see? What do you want to see? Yeah. Left of? This is just going to be a show for you guys, too. I want a lot of comments. We want to rant about something. Let us know if you want us to rant and, about and something. I promise but... you we're not going to agree on everything all the time. We won't. We're we won't. each other every now and then. Come and rant. This is what it's for. We want to give you a space to let loose so you can do it here. Well, that's going to do it, Ralph. You know, were we boring enough for you? I don't know. I think we were great. Uh, let's get to it. And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am your host, Raf Pizarro, joined by my co-host, the Vicar of Vesuvius, Rafa Rispo. Tre punti, tre punti. What's up, Raf Pizarro? Hey, nice shirt, my friend. Thank you. I like your shirt, too, sir. You got hey, good man. taste. Yeah, you got good taste. Oh. Damn, no, you, you got, got good taste. No, you no, got you got, you got no, the you best got taste. Good. Nah. Taster, taster. <laughs> yes. I, like, I like the hat too. It matches. Matches. Dude, thank you. How are you? How's it going? I'm well, sir. I'm doing good. Pretty good. Good. All things good. considering. Pretty good weekend. Shout yes. out to everybody in the chat. Welcome again. Let's get this rant on the road, guys. Um, today's episode battle at Bergamo. Uh, the parts don't pay. Come away with all three points, three goals. Baby. Oh, man. Three times a charm. Man. Uh, against Atalanta. Well, two times, I guess, this season, right? Yeah, no, we, we we did not beat Atalanta uh, at the at the Maradona, but we got the uh, we got we the redemption three two, but we got them three one here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was a, a a match, and we'll talk about it. But just to quickly um, like pre talk summarize it up, this was one of the biggest wins of the season, and it was one of the most important as well for more than one reason. And we'll get into it, but so happy we got the three points here. And Ralph Pizarro. Yes. You know, we thought we'd get some help from our um, Amici from the Amici, North, Ventini, yes. you know, yeah. but we did not. No. You know, you can, inter- can never inter- rely on those guys. No, you can't. And usually, if you saw my Twitter, you'd understand how I felt. But, uh, um, you know, uh, Arrivederci Scudetto for Juventus. Uh, good luck catching, you know, with Roma chasing you for the Champions League spots now. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Inter's uh, one of their biggest uh, opportunities to drop points was squandered, but but today, Bologna, who needs to play Inter at the end of April in that um, makeup game, drew Milan nil nil at the San Siro. Uh, huge, huge result for Napoli, which sees us one point behind the Scudetto race with seven awesome. games left. I can't even believe I'm saying it. It's unbelievable. It's not their fault. The refs are corrupt. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah, it's not. How's it fault. feel, huh? How's it feel? I'm sorry. That really feel? quickly. We'll bring we'll bring our guest in, and then yeah, we'll yeah, let's do it with him. But I have something to say about that before we get on too. So, so let let. I guess we should bring our let's guest bring in our guest guys and chat about uh, it. Yeah, you know him has plenty of caps here on the Napoli rant. Uh, is the plenty. president of Napoli Club Toronto? You know him. You love him, Carmine. Welcome, sir. What's up, guys? Sound effects now. Carmine, Carmine, we cutting back our budgeting. Yeah. Yeah, we've how are you guys? Back on budget. Cause Cause earthquakes over here, Carmine. Good. <laughs> oh, how are you? How are you? I'm what, doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on again. Good to see you. Is Thank that you. so? We're all wearing kits today, but Carmine yes, is sir. wearing the Napoli Club Toronto kit, right? Is that NCTFC, for like the TFC baby? Yeah, there you go. Kit. So for, yeah, 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 I got a uh, name. Uh, there you go. Number nine. Thank you. Yeah, no, we we have a we our club team. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, boy. yeah we have a uh, our club. We have a nine v nine team, men's league nine mm-hmm. v nine team uh, that we're competing in, and uh, I guess it's fate for for both Napoli and us right now because we are in first place, leading, going in for a scudetto this season. Yeah, boy. First, first season it. in a nine v nine, going for a scudetto. So I just hope you. Napoli can uh, follow suit with us right now. Awesome, man. Now I, you know, yeah. I I actually saw your pictures. Uh, on Instagram, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I love sports photography, by the way. So when I, if I do come to Toronto, I'm going to make sure you guys are playing so I can take, snap some photos of you uh, guys, man. By the way, those pictures, shout out to Steph Chaffee, who's our Word life. Oh, yeah. second so, so, sure. social media guy now. Yeah. He's got, he's got this camera that I, I swear to you, he's like, he gets the most perfect shots of the most perfect moments. Like he gets you in mid stride looking for a pass, yeah, really yeah. making like unreal saves. He's, he's all very good with it. We're happy Sweet, with everything man. that he's done. Awesome. Yeah, no, I've been checking him out. I love him. I saw, I think you scored a goal recently too, right? On that last game or something like uh, that. Me? Oh, no, I hit the bar on the last game. Oh. Couldn't, couldn't score. I couldn't hit the broadside of a bar in last game. Mm. But, yeah, I scored I scored a couple of goals so far this season. Not too shabby. More like a Patania type of player. Let okay. Everyone, <laughs> let everyone else get the minutes and get them with the last dagger when I step on the field. Yeah, you get the game winner, right? Come on. Eh, every once Sometimes. in a while. Just say yes. Sometimes, sometimes I'll say yes. Yeah, I'll make myself <laughs> okay. look good on here. Thank you. Uh, but awesome. Yeah, definitely check them out on their Instagram, guys. Lots of fun, man. Show some support. But yeah, the Thank aftermath, you. man. Napoli versus Atalanta. Guys, quit. Oh, I gotta do something. Anyway, I'll get that going. I, I didn't prepare my beast of the match photo, but I think we all know who it is. Mm. But uh, <laughs> we will. We'll, I'll prepare that when you guys are talking. But come on, I'll I'll just start with you straight off the bat, man. Your thoughts of the game. Let's just start from the beginning, man. Coming out the gate, um, you know, I, I I'm getting a lot of mixed opinions. Some, oh, they played well. Some, oh, there wasn't that. You know, they didn't play that great. Some people, you know, in the beginning at the very least. And then, you know, some saying it was kind of a Cantaracho style. What say you, man? Coming out, how did Napoli look? They didn't look good. Um, Atalanta had our number for the first 15 minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. They plus, they pressed extremely, extremely well. They okay. made sure that both Juan Jesus and Koulibaly, who are great defenders on the ball, always had someone on top of them. They always made sure that Lobotka... Somebody was sticking on the Botka every opportunity they got. They pressed really well. And Napoli, for the first 10, 15 minutes, couldn't string together two passes. Mm-hmm. They just kept giving the ball away. It was really, really sloppy at the I start. I saw that. I saw that. I saw even like Koulibaly, he, he 
Yeah. He slipped on the pitch a few times. Even the announcer was saying, like, uh, how maybe they, the they wanted the grass too or wet something. Or something. Like yeah. 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 Because they're slipping all over the place, and the ball was moving really fast on the pitch too. So right, 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 right. It could have been the pitch too. You you never know. But yeah. regardless of the fact that Gasparini prepared them for that game, they he prepared them really well. Sure, and they they had our number, and I thought for sure we were going to concede within the first ten to fifteen minutes because we were giving up the balls in dangerous areas. Right, Lobotka was misplacing his touches, his passes. Everyone just couldn't couldn't connect. So I thought right. for sure within the first 10 to 15, we were going to concede. The one thing we did do well, though, is I, I kind of agree. We did kind of play Catanacho, is that we defended really well. And mm-hmm. what I like to see was every time we lost the ball, we were just as quick to get it back again. To get right. back. Both of our wingers, Politano and Insignia, were massive help on defense. Yeah. Um. It was uh, Angisa, it was Angisa, Dielu, and Lobotka that were really solid in the middle, making sure that Malinowski didn't really have great touches on the ball. Right. They kind of isolated him to not get him involved in the play, which is massive. And uh, yeah, they just kind of just held their own, held the fort down, made sure nothing was too threatening, even though they were not playing a great game. Then after the, what was it, like the 14th minute or something like that, we get that one counter. In C- they get the the foul in the box, which is a clear foul, um, because Zanoli. Who would have thought? Kids like Maradona on some of these plays. Yeah, we'll get to him. But go on. Yeah, we'll I, go. I, I, I have a lot of high him. hopes on him. Yep. Save it. Save it. Very God. impressed by him. But he was the. He's the reason why we got that first goal. He's sure. the reason he cut through the team. He yeah. was. He was taking on his his man one on one being mm-hmm. more direct with the ball and, and really pushing the play forward. Yeah. And he's the one who, who uh, eventually got Mertens that, that penalty call. Like without, I don't think without Zanoli making the moves he was doing, we wouldn't have gotten that penalty. And then from that point on, uh, I think we've really settled in. Atalanta had to open up a little bit more as well. Right. And we, we just took advantage of it and, and ran away with the game from that point on. Rafa, do you, I, I, do you want to? I, I have a question for you, kind of relating to all this, though. Yep. You know, yes, it seemed as if Atalanta had our number. Maybe they were certainly pressing hard. They were putting the pressure on, but that's kind of like something I expect when we go into a visitor's stadium. Sure. You know, when we go to somebody else's home, I expect the home team to put the pressure on. I expect that initial jolt of energy to come from that home team. Do you think? it was Atalanta having our number or do you think it was Spalletti or or do you think it was like Atalanta kind of playing into Spalletti's plan, which was this kind of more of a defensive uh, minded approach, at least in the beginning to the game, maybe wanting to set up that counter attack. How did you kind of see the game coming out? Maybe let's just get into the first half only, but Coming out the gate with with Napoli, how did you see it? Did, did you see it as Atalanta, you know, getting our number, pressing hard, or did you see it as like, you know, like Napoli sitting back just waiting because a lot of our attacking was kind of on the counter attack. Sure, that sure. game, or was the, it something well, completely different? You know, no, I, I I'm inclined to believe that Napoli were sort of playing the game as the away team. Um, you know, you know, you know, going in that Atalanta um, have not been good in Bergamo this season. 
um, only four wins, home wins this year, which is unheard of uh, in this run of, mm-hmm. for Atalanta. You know, um, you know that historically Atalanta was um, they have our number when it comes to this fixture in Bergamo. I think it was something like 51 matches played. They'd won like 21 of them or 22 of them uh, and Napoli only 10. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, the rest being draws, of course. Um, so I think Spalletti having done a little bit of homework, you know, and let's, you know, let's face it. Uh, uh, um, I, I, I mean, Gasparini didn't start everybody. I think he's sort of, you know, what was planning on the Europa League coming up this, you know, this Thursday. Um, I do believe, child Christopher, I do believe that Napoli played, though, that away role, um, similar to the way Milan played us. I mean, mm-hmm. Milan sat back for about 15 minutes when right. we attacked them up, you know, att- attacked them at, at the Maradona and then kind of, uh, kind of, you know, g- gave them, um, gave us a little bit of trouble, you know? Right. So I feel like that's the, um, that's the way it, you can approach, you know, once you get, once you get your rhythm going and you get a goal, you know, let's, let's, you know, also take into account that we had no Aussie men who has mm-hmm. been scoring goals for us le- left and right. And that was a very big concern. Um, we had no Rahmani. So Juan Jesus is back there who, you know, Juan Jesus was playing a lot with Rahmani. Um, while Koulibaly was out, now it was the other way around. So I think maybe that, you know, they needed to get used to that a little bit too. That's another factor. Mm-hmm. Plus Zanoli was starting, which, you know, we, we didn't have our, basically our ace in the hole, Di Lorenzo back there, who runs, makes all these runs and, and pushes forward offensively. Um, but I think everybody at the end of the, the end of the day pulled together and did their thing. They just kind of found, had to find their groove. They got the penalty call, which was right. And um, away we go, you know. So mm-hmm. I would have to say maybe it's a mixture of both. Where both. Atalanta, All right. te- you know, Atalanta, Atalanta is, is a tough team no matter what. But they were missing a lot of players. Like I said, some players like Gasperini decided not to start, right. and they haven't had Zapata this uh, for most of the season. Dufan, I mean, at least, at least the last what seventeen or eighteen games, it had to have been, you know, he's been injured for a while, mm-hmm. and. No Zapata, no party, no party in my right. opinion, you know, yeah. because he's definitely, listen, there are a lot of goals, a lot of players on that team that can score goals, but he's the most prolific goal scorer for Atalanta in this run, and he's gone. So Malinowski's got a great shot from the outside. Mm-hmm. You got Muriel that can come in and score. You got Derun who scores. You got Pesina who scores. You got guys like Demiral who scored against us in, in the Maradona. They can score goals. It's just that they don't have their prolific goal scorer. And I've seen this dip in Atalanta's form coming for the past year and a half, two years already. So, you know, like I said, the, the, you know, the short answer to my long winded explanation is I think it's a mixture of both a healthy mixture, but, but, you know, we get that penalty and it was off to the races. I'm with it, guys. I'm going to read off a a quick comment. And then I have a question from Christopher Estrada that we can answer, but, uh, Enzo said they played on the counter and it worked when teams play three in the back and attack like Atalanta, they get exposed. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as if almost like um, Luciano Spalletti told the team like, Hey, so you, you need, everybody needs to support each other on defense today. That's, that's kind of like uh, uh mission. Number one, D- remember, mind you, Di Lorenzo wasn't there today. 
Uh, you had, you know, Rahmani wasn't there that day. So everybody held it down, certainly Kulabali and Rui. I thought Juan Jesus had a so-so game. Uh, there, I, I think there were times that he, he came off his line and, and left maybe a hole open um, in, in the back. But the fact that everybody else was getting kind of like behind the ball and, and, and like Carmine said earlier, where it's like we might have lost the ball, but then we got it back pretty quick. quick. We were able to make a clearance. Um, Ospina, I mean, not many saves, but big ones, big important saves, man. This guy... He beasted it. I I feel like yeah. you know uh, uh, in that game. I mean, maybe Atalanta tanked a few shots. I thought Muriel was going to score for sure. And to sure. be honest, I had a few people ask me about about what what would the results and you know shame on me. I guess I said I'm not sure if Napoli is going to win, but. Dude, that's or that that's a normal thought. Listen, that's not too far fetched, man. You right. You you and me both. I I was afraid of this game. I really was. You know, again, no Zapata. You know, considering that they had Europa League in in the middle of the week coming up, but I was with you, Ralph. I really didn't think Napoli was gonna get maximum points here. Let's put it that way. I, mm-hmm. I uh, you know, and and we've had Gaetano on here say if they can get seven out of the next nine. That'd be great, which mm-hmm. here you go, three points down. But right. this was the one game in those three where I thought maybe we dropped. No Osimhen, right. no Rahmani. They're back for Fiorentina. So That's you what know, I was of. Right. you know, even though Fiorentina's on a, a, a good a good little run now too, Roma too, you know, you can be a little afraid of those two teams, but we we're gonna have Osimhen for those games. We're gonna have Rahmani for those games, you know. Uh, I think we're missing Angisa for the Fiorentina game, and that's it. But mm-hmm. you know, with with such prolific players missing, mm-hmm. this was the game I was very afraid of. On the road to Atalanta, no matter their home record, they're a tough team. And we got the job done, which which was great. But pretty surprising, Ralph. I, I really did, too. I, was yeah. I thought we'd drop points here. I did. I, I was just afraid that maybe, you know, I, I didn't think like Atalanta was going to bang home of uh, three goals on us, maybe. But I just felt like we were going to have a hard time scoring. But mm. Uh, we'll get into the the goal scorers. I want to kind of because I want to make a quick point, so I'll answer this question at the same time. Honest thought on Zanoli full debut. Christopher Strada asks, "Can he be the future for fullbacks?" Didn't see the game. Would love to hear from you guys. Um, so my quick answer is he could be. I think Di Lorenzo is going to hold down that spot for uh, the next upcoming few years. But Zanoli got a bright future. I thought he was pacey. Um, I thought he was confident. The fact that he played the whole game against Atalanta in Bergamo, he showed a lot of maturity. He has, he still has a lot to learn, but I'm confident in him. The fact that he had the vision when he was holding the ball, saw and, and kind of saw that gap in the in the middle of the field and took it and set up, well, what what ended up becoming the penalty kick for Mertens, mm-hmm. I thought you know shows uh, is like a testament to his vision. Mm-hmm. So. I'm confident about it. And considering the, this whole conversation lately in Italy about the youth players all over Italy and, and the performance needed from them, I think this is important. I, I think that, you know, th- this is definitely a kid to to keep your eye on. So um excited about that, Chris. I hope that helps. And, and I think he was certainly a big part of this game. He needed to step up. He needed to perform. Yes, the whole team was pitching in on defense, but 
you know, you, you got Koulibaly there to back you up. That's a good guy to have behind you. But uh, I'm super confident about him, guys. If you want to touch on Zanoli real yeah, quick. Yeah, and, uh, and that was a question, wasn't it? Who's going to start at, on the, uh, right. you know, in, in Di Lorenzo's place? I'm, I'm glad it was him over Malkawi. Right. Like, and, no and, no offense and, to Malkawi, but I want to No, and my, my my opinion was Zanoli the whole time, but but um, uh, Carmine, what was yours going into it? Did you did you believe it would be Zanoli? Did you think it was going to be yeah. Malkawi? Who were <clears throat> who, who you looking to start this one? And are you happy with Zanoli's performance? Well, my my you know my take, right? Always play the kids whenever you get a chance. And that's yeah. so I I personally I wanted Zanoli to play and I'm glad that he did play. Um because of the for many different reasons. First of all, I think Zanoli just proved that in Italy, the coaches got to get out of that mindset that the kids are not too young to keep developing. The kids mm-hmm. can go out there and go with trial by fire. They can play. They made right. it that far in their career, they can play. Right. Try them out. That's all you got to do, just try them out. And you can see it in other other divisions, right? Bundesliga up on the rise. A lot of young talents coming in out of the Bundesliga. The Eredivisie has classically been known for producing young talents because they put them through trial by fire. They let them go out there. They let them make their mistakes. And that's how you learn how to play the game at a professional level. You have to let them fall before they can they can you have to let them yeah, they have to fall before they can run. So g- getting the kids out there is something that is crucial for youth development that Italy is kind of lacking. And Zanoli just proved it right now that you can trust them. If you need them, when the when the going gets tough, you can put those guys on the field yeah. and have faith in them. Certainly. And you can see out in his play, sure, he's not the greatest technical player yet. He still has some things to... Uh, mm. He's 22, so 16 in Italian years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can see it in the way he plays. He doesn't. He doesn't have... The like sometimes he misplaces a touch, sometimes he gets a little bit caught out of position, but he he's learning as he's playing, as he's on the field. He keeps course. Going to them, right? Right? But you can see not only that, you can see the effort and the confidence that he had in his play. That was the major difference. You right. saw that he, he knew that this was his this was his time to get out there, his time to impress, and he took full advantage of it. Absolutely. I can guarantee you every kid in the Primavera system has that same mentality. They want to get out there. They want to prove – they want to put their name out there. They want to show that they can be sure. the next top thing. Right. So with the way Zanoli performed, his confidence, his ability – first of all, his vision was like a veteran. Insane. Insane with his vision. And super there. calm throughout the game. Like, and you could not see it. The, what was it? The last game he came in was the game, I think, before we went on break. Um uh, who did we play before we went on break? It was so long ago, and so many things happened in between. I, just uh, um, I can't remember. I got yeah. it. Keep going the game now. that we, the match that we won. He came in. It's when when Dilarenzo was injured, yeah. right? The the match uh, he got injured in. Uh, anyway, he came in, and 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 right away, in my opinion, his first couple touches, and he made this one run, you know, and and I'm looking at him like, okay. Okay, I think he's got some smarts here, this guy. You know, and, and it's not the first time. He's played. Undineza. He's come in. It was Udinese. That's right. He's coming when well, we were down. We were down, and um, we ended up coming back. And I think he came in when, when we were already ahead. But still, he made a few runs. He had some good touches. And I was like, this is the kid that's going to play in place of Di Lorenzo. He is. Right. Uh, you know, play the kids. Yeah, Carmine, you're right. I, I You know, you, everything you said is correct and, and on point. Um, 
I don't see him though uh, as a kid. Really, he's on the squad. He's on the Rosa. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he was. He was. He's been on the team all season long, and um, um, he's not a kid anymore, in my opinion. He's on the team. I know he's twenty-two, <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Um, you know, uh, but but he's typically a typically a player with a little more maturity, a little more age, a little more experience mm-hmm. would take this role, and Spalletti put his faith in him. Yes. Yes, yeah. he did. Um, I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm, you can see something in him. You know, I'm gonna read off two comments and then we'll move on, guys. FNS for, uh, forever says Zanoli can be a solid rotation player for GDL. Giovanni De Laurentiis, what a performance from the kid. De Lorenzo, you said you called him De Laurentiis. De Laurentiis. Uh, Sorry. Speaking of, speaking You're of always on my mind. You're always. On- <laughs> speaking of De, De Laurentiis for a minute. Um, you know, you mentioned Ralph that that Di Lorenzo and you know uh, FNS Forever saying that he could be a solid rotation player, but there is the issue of is uh, is Di Lorenzo going to resign? I haven't seen anything about resigning. Re- I thought he you did. Know, did he resign? I thought did he's G- resigned. Did Di Lorenzo resign? I don't think he I, did. I, I, I thought he did. Something in the I missed. Season. It was like in the middle of the season, yo. Didn't didn't he 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 resign? There was a lot of talk about him and his agent talking about possibly not resigning. Maybe he did. If somebody out there can help us out, Gaetano, uh, I mean, unless, if you're watching unless this, Parm, if you know, um, Gaetano, call know, call Joe no Fischetti quickly, please. And, yeah, and we need Joe Confirm if we need we need the encyclopedia. I don't think he did. I don't think he did resign. But I'm not. I'm I not thought so he did. Sure he's a. I don't think he's a free. He I don't think he's a free. No. Next season, but I but but I think we're looking to resign him before the season before he leaves. You know what I mean? And um, if that's the case, I'm not sure, Pascal. You guys, no. Okay, Gaetano, Gaetano confirms he hasn't. So. He hasn't. But oh, did Joe Fischetti tell you? <laughs> yeah, you. Yes. Guys, All we right. We need Joe Fischetti. We need Joe. We need him. But I want to read something but, else too. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry my, my my point is this: oh, is that on. I feel like we could be ready for the future should Di Lorenzo decide to explore other options. Zanoli, in my opinion, and I have only seen him in one start this season. Let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Fine. Yeah. But I mean, why not? Young kid, talented. You know, there's our there's our there's our replacement. You know? Here's the deal here. Matteo Casales says, Paletti had said that after two sessions, he saw something special in Zanoli. That's not something you hear every day. Mm-hmm. Granted, fine. But prior to Undenese, Zanoli had like less than seven minutes of playtime. So if yeah. Spalletti is seeing something special, you need to play the kid a little bit more than mm-hmm. seven minutes. Not wait till De Lorenzo is... But uh, that's how important De Lorenzo is to the squad. He is so important to this team. Fine, you could you out. could sub him in and out of every every now and then. That's what nice. I'm saying. I'm not saying this. You had the you know Europa Harder, League. No. Any one of those games, he could have right. started. Maybe. But if Di Lorenzo is telling you, "Yo, I want to play. Don't take me out," you know, because we don't know. That could be the case. It could be. If he's saying, "Listen, I'm not coming out of this game. It's not happening." Yeah, you know? there are players that are like that. Don't take I, me out. You know. Yep. Yeah, but don't, don't, I don't want Spalletti to start like, oh, I, I, I see something special. Don't start that shit. You didn't. You barely played the kid. So, who's who's to say he didn't see it though? Because he could have seen it. But a lot of Italian coaches are stuck in their ways where they, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Just, That's it. I mean, yeah. and That's and look where is. we are. But look where we are. You yeah. know, where we entered this game three only three points outside of first. You know, and yeah. it's working. No, no, Everything no, is working. No, no. I'm not complaining. Time, I'm just saying. 
No, but I agree with with what Raph's saying because at the same time, in the Europa League games, right? You got, sure. if Diego Lorenzo really says don't don't take me off, I want to play. You as a manager have to help him bring him down to. I know you want to play, bring him down to earth, but say, listen, the season this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We got to keep you healthy for as long as sure. possible. This sure. can take some rest, take some time off because we have a more important game to play in the future right. than right now. So that's it's also player management like that that maybe absolutely isn't probably is happening but not to that extent right but so now it's happening i mean it takes an injury for it to happen fine but it's gonna happen zanoli's gonna play and he's gonna get great i mean how how what more can you ask for a player you know than to have to come in and play against atalanta fiorentina and roma back to back to back yeah Mm. you know um he's gonna get good experience here very good all right, guys, moving on. Now, this is a big topic that, um, Rafa, you wanted to speak about. I guess we're, we're going to get into them. Um, I did. I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, calling this one Captain Scunizzo with something to prove because let, let, let me just give the uh, background here, Rafa, to all our viewers, and then, you know, I'm going to have you guys take it away. It, y- yes, Insignia, maybe not. Car, by the way, Carmine, you're gonna have to at some point today. You're gonna have to talk I, about your plan. Okay, plan. I'm just plan. okay, dude. I, you know, you said something about seeing something special. You know, I think these look guys plant. Are look at here right? seeing something. Look at is is it a real plant? Let's it is let's, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a real, real plant. It's real. Peter yeah. says it's the nicest plant he's ever seen. Thank you. But he I'm also just, said I'm, that I'm my voice like, was my voice was like an, a voice of an angel, which is absolutely <laughs> not true. So. I don't know what everyone's smoking back there, but I'm, Yo, not seriously. Not I'm, nice. not I'm not saying your plant's not nice, dude, but maybe they're smoking some of that plant. Look at this plant. Come on. What kind of plants do you guys got at home? Is that what is that? A fern? I have zero idea what it is, but I'll ask my mom. I'll send that to you guys after. What is that? Purple everyone loves the plant. Purple haze? What is that? What is Yeah, it's northern yeah. light. By the way, they 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 passed the legalization uh, uh, federally in the House, and it's going to the Senate in the United States. Just want to let everybody know that in the whole That's country, not really. Not yeah. Good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going to go down now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> let, and the Democrats are pushing it. So let's go, Democrats. All right, but <laughs> you never know, I'm guys. All for it, man. Yeah, party at our house if uh, so. I'm all um, for it. But uh, plant talk, baby. I, this is the best part. If it's not about mozzarella, it's gonna be about a plant. It's, a plant. it's great. No, no bird. By the way, no bird's nest in this plant yet. We'll get working on that. Um, just, but really oh, I was gonna do that. I was gonna I'm do that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah. I do want to comment on this, Dante, and I appreciate you coming in to watch. Um, uh, you know, as a Juventino too, um, we uh, we will take it a little easy on you today. Thank but you. it's it, for me, it's not Milan Scudetto to lose anymore, my friend. They they drew Bologna today. They're only a point ahead. You know, I, I don't I don't think it's anyone Scudetto right now. I think it's whoever decides to pull ahead a little bit in the next couple of weeks. It's is their Scudetto. You know, and you have to consider the Inter game. I know I said, don't worry about it. Forget about it. Keep you mean going. the game in hand? The game in hand. They, they're there. If they win that game in hand, the, you know, it could be trouble. So we need we need them to drop points too. So I don't know if it's fully in, in Milan's hands, my friend. Like, just yeah. so you know. If they beat Bologna today, maybe we could talk. But thanks anyway uh, for yeah, coming man. in. But yeah, And, and, and I appreciate you watching, obviously. Thank Word. you, <laughs> Francesco. 
America is about to become an ant's weed. <laughs> Just weed. <laughs> Talking about Lorenzo and Senior, sometimes you need some weed, man. That's what happens. But um, Drew, after the draw today, uh, we excited. Yes, Dante is right. Milan's yeah, up there, last man. Match day. Yeah. We're a friendly uh, bunch, Dante. Spread the it, word, man. It, you know, we're friendly in here. Not even the last match day. Milan's last five or six games, like Inter, Torino, Lazio, Fiorentina. Well, Inter is a Coppa Italia, but, but yes. But it's still, right. it's still yes. a match, right? It's there's still a league. match you want to win. There's no, exactly. there, I'm sorry, there's no, no chance for me that Milan and Inter in the Coppa Italia second leg nil-nil that they're going to be watching the Scudetto for that. They're, they're going to go at it. Someone wants to get into the final. I'm telling you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's still, they got the last, the last little stretch of games. It's tough for Milan. So yeah. at this point, yeah, it's basically who loses less is going to win. Who loses less. Right. Exactly. Who loses less. It's not who wins more. It's I said it. Everyone's right. going to drop points yeah. so far. So far, the only team that didn't drop points since I've said, Top four will drop points is Napoli. Napoli, yeah. Mm. I said that after the Milan game, and there you go. So a burning hand is there two in the bush. All right, Dan, I give you two in the bush. So yeah, Captain Skunico with Skunico with something to prove, guys. Skunico. Skunico. Hey, this is my son Skunico. All right, but uh, something to prove. Yeah, he. So okay, he he's been having kind of a, a a tough season. Granted, all right. Uh. I think Gaetano uh, gave him kind of a low, low score. <laughs> you're right, Gaetano. I am trying to stay composed. Tough business when you're live. But, you know, I'm curious. He came through uh, against against um, Minkia. Atalanta. Atalanta, yeah. You know, he scored the penalty kick. Um, you know, I, I, I think he, he, he was helping – Keeping control of the ball, he certainly helped on on, on defense, Rafa. But I'm gonna kind of just put the ball in Rafa's court because I know you wanted to say something about him, Rafa. I know you wanted to defend him a little bit. You know, we're we try to look at the bright side of things here on the Napoli rant, especially with our players and 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 how we perform. So you know, without further ado, I'd like to present to you our. Our host, Rafa Rispo. <laughs> well, thanks, Rapizarro. I appreciate the intro. About Lorenzo and Cena. It's the um, intro within the show. Gotcha. Listen, and, and and for me, okay, I understand everybody's frustration on signing the contract, the pre-contract with Toronto. I get it. I understand everybody's frustration with how he's playing this season compared to how he's played last season. 19 goals. How many assists? Great, great performances. You know, uh, just just uh, uh, um, um, to really took on the role as captain. And then a lot of people really saw the dip at the beginning of the season. Obviously, his contract situation was on his mind. He wasn't sure of what he was doing. He got that out of the way. And there you go. Yeah, he missed a penalty or two this season, I believe. You know, and it was he's still in single digit penalty misses over his career, just so you guys know. Um, and I understand that, you know, all this coming together at the same time is frustrating. But for me, the argument that Insignia isn't doing anything this year or isn't playing as he should be or is subpar or whatever. Look at his numbers. I don't care if they were all penalty kicks and one was on a on a, 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 a you know 
uh, open play. I don't care about that. In, in Serie A, he's got eight goals and seven assists. That tops numbers at Napoli. Nobody has more than seven assists. Nobody has more than eight goals, uh, except for Osimhen. Sorry, my fault. Uh, since that since that stat had come out, Osimhen scored four goals and took over that. What I'm trying to say is that nobody has more combined numbers. Eight and seven, okay? Uh, total total goals and assists. If you don't, if you're sitting here telling me this guy's not contributing, you're not watching the sport. You're not watching the match. You're not watching. Okay, it's the same argument as you would give to Mario Rui only because Mario Rui fell over and 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 Koulibaly had to shove him to mark a PSG player and it became a gif and a meme and all that stuff. Okay, Mario Rui is a wonderful left back and you saw that yesterday and you've seen that all season long, but nobody's looking at how Insigne is playing and affects this team. Sure, he's come out and had some pretty you know, lackluster performances. Yes, he's upset about the national team. Yes, he had that on his sights. Yes, he's not playing as well as he played last season because last season was his best season at Napoli. Follow that, you know? Try to follow that a year older with a contract looming over your head. It's impossible. Impossible. For a guy who doesn't score goals that much in his... Yes, he's surpassed Maradona now. He's at 117 or 119 or whatever it is. Fine, I get it. But that's over a 10-year career, a 10 or 11-year span. You can't sit here and tell me Insigne is not contributing because that player has given everything he has on that pitch, and you can tell he still loves this club. He still loves this team. He still wants to win. Why would you not want to win? For people saying he's checked out, for people saying that he's gone in Toronto already, this and that, I say bullshit he is. Bullshit. You're still a competitor. You still want to win. Tell me you don't want to leave Napoli raising a Scudetto for this club. A, a kid, a Scunito from Napoli it, it has a chance to leave, and his lasting impression is to raise a Scudetto as a captain for this club. And you sit there and tell me his head's already in Toronto. He doesn't want to get hurt. It's bullshit. And yesterday's performance just showed everybody that they're wrong about Insignia, in my opinion. And uh, you guys can have your own opinion, and that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, nobody, nobody cares more than Insignia right now. Nobody. I and, and it shows. And I'm very proud of him. And I'm happy that he's done what he's done. And and Scudetto or not, I'm, I'm, I'm an Insignia guy, man. And I'm very happy for him. Made his decision. And I, and I view his time here as a success. And I'm sorry, you guys can give him a lot of crap if you want. The Napoli faithful seem to also. But at the same time, I feel like the Napoli faithful at the Maradona or traveling, it's contrary to what everybody else is saying. I think they're behind him too. You have to be. You can't be giving somebody shtick for having hmm, a so-so game or maybe a, maybe a 6.8 rating game, one, one game here and there. You have to stick with it, with these guys. We have to stick with these guys. Let me tell you something. Before I go and let you guys formulate your own opinion or rebuttal or whatever you guys want to do, I checked just before we went on the air. Uh, Insignia's ratings with Napoli in combined matches with Serie A in Europe, he's played 41 matches in the past year, the past from, from, from April 4th, 21 to 22, 41 matches for Napoli, okay? 
and his average rating is a 7.5. That's pretty good. But he's not producing. And we're talking about the tail end of last year. You know, so those 41 games, probably eight are from last season, maybe seven. You're going to tell me he's not producing? He's got an average of 7.5? I'm sorry. I don't I don't buy into the fact that people think that Insigne is gone or Insigne is done or Insigne is having a down season or Insigne is having uh, the worst season of his career just because he can't be. His job is literally not to score goals. It's not to score. It's to contribute and it's to assist and it's to play make. Yeah, if he can find himself open and take some shots, go ahead. But he's our captain. He takes the penalties and he buries them. He missed a couple in the beginning of the season, but he has been lights out since. So that's my rant on Insignia, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys can formulate your own opinion and say whatever you guys want. You're not going to change my mind. We can debate it all day, but that's it. Done. Said. Done and done. Amen. Amen to that one, brother. Uh, Carmen, I want to get to the beast of the match, but I want to give you a moment to add any of your thoughts here. Um. Yeah, well, uh, I I kind of agree with you. Disagree. Everything. I kind of in a way. Um, I wouldn't say he has been producing, and I'm not going to devalue his his. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to diminish his value to the team. He is a captain. And you can see on the pitch. Listen, like you said, kid from Frata Maggiore. Goes to Pescara. Nobody was giving him a chance. Napoli takes a chance on him. They bring him in, and 10 years later, 11 years later, you see what he's been able to accomplish up until this point. Nobody, and I agree with Rafier, nobody in care, cares about this team as much as Insignia. Nobody. Not one person on that field. He definitely cares the most. You can see it just in that last game, how he's going up to the curva after they score. You know, he, he, you can tell when a player, you know, when they kiss the badge and all that, you can tell when they're doing it for show. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when they're doing it out of love. And Insignia, he's genuinely doing it out of love. He loves this team and he loves this, the, the squad deeply as much as he'd love his own mother. But the one thing I did want to say is that, yeah, you know, he's he's been producing, but he's we can't say he's the same player because you can tell sometimes he's a little bit a step slow. Sometimes he will misplace a pass or two, but um, I, I can kind of see where someone else is coming from if they're saying that the, I don't really see where they're saying it's the worst season ever. I don't think it is either, but I can kind of understand the argument where if you watch him on a week-to-week basis, there are some games where he's lackluster. He's a, a touch slow. He makes the wrong decision at times, and that's it's just people really want to focus and harp in on, on those moments. What I the way I see Insignia is not what he does on the field. It's basically what he does off the field, or even when he's on the field, it's not the way he plays. It's the aura that he carries around him. Like I said, he cares about this season the most because this is do or die for him. It's either he leaves with a bang, or he 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 is just like he leaves regardless. He leaves regardless, but he He wants to leave with a bang. He wants to leave with a lasting memory. For the for the population of Naples and for himself to be the 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 first captain since Mara or yeah the first captain since Maradona to win a scudetto for Napoli like this is this is everything for him right now and to me that's his value on the pitch he's still a creative player he still is able like that pass to Politano on uh, against Atalanta was p- perfect 
right to his laces, he put that pass. And he and he does that consistently. But it's more than that. It's what it's how he carries himself onto the field as a captain and everything that he does behind the scenes as a captain to get this team behind him so that they can make it to the finish line and win that Scudetto. That's his value this season. And that's what I think we're all missing with Insignia. That's what we're all missing. We're not looking at it that way. Right. Let's not, let's not, you know, listen again in my rant, I said it and I'll say it again. He's not having the season he had last season. He had the best season of his career, literally statistic wise, and obviously, you know what I mean? Uh, even though we didn't make it to the Champions League, even though, you know, and he's the captain, even though, look at look at the season as a whole. You know, when you look at the start of the Serie A season to the end of the Euros, right? Guy walked away with a European trophy in, in his national team and had his highest numbers in Napoli, uh, you know, in, of his career last season. Yeah. So it was 100% a success, and it's tough to follow. So yeah, I mean a year older, a step older, maybe a step a, a little a step slower, possibly. Okay, I'll concede that, and I'm not denying that. But 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 I mean fans harp on those things like they like I said like they harped on Mario Rui and that one, you know. And I'm not saying Mario Rui was this wonder left back after that meme or that gif, you know, years ago against PSG where Koulibaly had to shove him to mark. I'm not saying that he's been the best either, but lately he has. But people still want to see. Oh, he's not for me. He's just. Oh, he 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 has a couple stinkers here and there. Well, guess what? News flash to everyone. So does every single player on planet Earth. They have games where they're not going to perform. And like you said, Carm, when you watch week in and week out, you see these pl- good players that tend to have bad games, and they get judged by those bad games. You know what I mean? Instead of being judged yeah. by the last game or the last few games that they played. You know, guys, Lorenzo Insigne. Ha- I'm sorry, Lorenzo Insigne has had some pretty crappy games this season where he didn't show or what what have you. But but more often than not, I mean, take a look again. 41 matches, uh, average rating of 7.5. You know, that's that's a that's a pretty good statistic in my opinion. I agree, guys. Real quick, I'm gonna all I'm gonna say about Insigne, I. I Yes, maybe he had somewhat of a rougher season. I'm not sure what everybody... I think a lot of people expected more from him. Maybe because after the Euros, after winning the Euros, they wanted more from him because he lifted that trophy. They, I think Napolitani's in general want to see Insigne lift up the Scudetto. But as far as his opinion, reg- oh, that's the Maradona one. No, that's dope, Rafa. I'm thinking it was oh, this yeah, one. Man. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I had to stretch. I'm sorry. That rant really that's- got me. All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's nice. There you go. Love it. It's wow, nice. I, didn't realize. I thought it, it was the same nice. one. Yeah, once, it looks. Good. Once again, I'm not. Uh, I'm not wearing this out anywhere. Just so you know, but. Uh, yeah, My, uh, take a look here. But it looks like looks like Maradona. Um, Maradona after. Um, his playing career when he blew up like a balloon. <laughs> Stop. Okay, okay. Let me get into. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I sidetracked my myself. And senior is no, the best. That's all right. The kicking. Salvador said, "Yeah, uh, totally right there, Salvador." But listen, I, I think a lot of people expected more. People like expected Lorenzo and Senior to be like Neymar or some shit this season. Or Neymar, I don't even think is even that great right now. But it, it's like I, I don't know what we expected. 
from Insigne. Now, as far as like on the national team and, and people talking all this shit, I think most people just kind of go where the wind blows. I'm not even mm -hmm. sure they have their own fucking opinion. They're too sure. scared to, to defend their, their city, their team, their player. They're just too scared. Now, that's not to say like you can't have an opinion against Insignia. I mean, the Gaetano's in there. I know you're obsessed with Carmine's plant right now, but Carmine, but Gaetano did have Carmine's an opinion plan. on Insignia, and I that's okay. And that's okay. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of it's getting old. <laughs> but like, but the, the point is the chat has got off the rails, by the way. Yeah. They're, they're on. I try not to look. Every time hey. I look, I have to keep laughing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, listen. The chat is on the plant, is what they're the chat's on the plant. Yeah, yeah. The chat's on the plant. Uh but yeah, Carmine uh, yeah, we, had we his expected, opinion of Yeah, everybody kind of has their opinion. I think we expected more goals, more this, more that. But at the end of the day, I I don't I don't think that's what Spalletti needed him to do. Uh, so maybe kind of if we if we consider it a dip in quality, I'm not sure how much of it was Insigne's fault. But with all that, with the contract, with the you know spending all that energy on the Euros, man, I I still want to see him on the left. And this is coming from a guy who always says Elmas should play on the left too, and I want to see Elmas play more as well. But I don't want any other guy right now on the left but Lorenzo Insigne, even on a bad day for him. So for that, uh. I, I I think I hope these next games, these next seven games, he can really step up and give Napoli what they need. And um, what's going on, my dude? Uh, Sorry, Rob. No, that's it. I mean, that's all I want to say. Oh, I'm no. just saying, like, I want everybody, like, don't go with the wind. You can defend Insigne. You can criticize Insigne. But overall... He's been a tremendous player for this team. And the fact that he is a Scunizzo, the fact that he is from Napoli, just makes it that much more special. And the fact that he is he is going now and earning a boatload of money in Canada makes me even happier for the guys. So I don't know. That, that's all I'm going to say. But, guys, I want to get to the beast of the match because time's winding down. Uh, we'll probably touch on one more subject because then I got to be out. Uh, Maple Leaf. Yeah, yeah. So don't provoke them, Rafa. Please, please. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't no, provoke. no. Listen, he, he, they're saying that Insignia had turned over a new leaf, and then Gaetano. I, I have a feeling leaf. that's a plant pun. <laughs> I just, I don't know the way. Uh, so it has nothing to do with Insignia. <laughs> any of the, I don't know. Well, no, because, talking, he, because I'm listen, because he's going to, he's going to Toronto. Do you understand? You get the joke. I get the joke, yeah. Rafa. I get the joke. They're just being yeah, I thought a dead it was horse. Funny. I thought I should put. I it thought up. it was hilarious I too. But you funny. were in the middle of your rant. If I put that, I'm gonna ruin everything. You know? No, it's it's not good. They're sitting there beating on that horse, like you know. <laughs> guys, beast I of the match. I thought it was funny. Again. Well played, guys. Well played. Beast of the match. Let me know what you think. I mean, I think everybody oh, okay. kind of knew this one. No Who one else. Mario Rui? Mario Rui? No one else. No Mario one else. Rui, beast of the match? No one else. I, I, I tell you what. Gaetano, Gaetano puts in here Zanoli, and I'll tell you what. I told you, Ralph. Didn't I tell you? That he could get a shout mm -hmm. for beast. Outside mm -hmm. shout. I just oh, yeah. think that it's... I just think that it's... Uh, absolutely asinine for it to be anyone else. 
aside from Myra Reed. Myra maybe, Reed. Maybe Lobo. Maybe. Lobo maybe. too. Uh, Lobo yeah. too. Lobo too. But Myra Reed for me was just absolutely unstoppable. On defense, this guy was a monster. You know, Carmine, you mentioned losing balls and getting them right back. This guy was a freaking truck. And, and I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I'm so happy that he's having such a great season this year. And and I think uh, I think this was a well-deserved award here. Mary Beast in the match. Carmine? Yeah, my my two were both fullbacks. It was Zanoli and Rui. I couldn't mm. I was having a tough time to pick between both of them. But uh when I when I came when it came down to brass tacks, I who would have thought? I for for a while, like for the last two seasons, I hated Mario Rui. I could not stand him. But it just goes to show you that a change in system or a change in coach, maybe a little bit more confidence, a player can do a full 180. Look at Lobo. Lobo is the exact same thing last season to this season. Mario Rui is the exact same thing. But, like, against Atalanta, he was all over them. He didn't make them breathe. He could. He was – whenever they tried to open up space, he was right there always, mm-hmm. always in the perfect position. And the stats, like, he has successful dribbles was 100% rating, 100% tackles one. Mm-hmm. Uh Three, uh, six clearances, one block, three interceptions, nine recoveries. Like these are insane stats from a fullback. Mm. He had them pocketed from the moment they started to the to the last whistle of the match. I was thoroughly impressed with how Rui played, and honestly, without him in a couple of plays, Atalanta could have popped in a few goals. But he was all, he was the last man back to to recover. So yeah, beasted, beasted it all game. I do, I do, I I do like Gaetano's argument though. Zanoli's first ever start was in Bergamo, a huge game, played his balls off. It reminds you a little bit, Ralph, right, Biz? Of I'm listening. Of um, of Anguisa's first game against Juventus. Now I know Zanoli's been with the okay. club, and he's been, you know, he, listen, he came in the youth ranks, and he's been in the club, right? But this was his first start, and. You know, comparable to Anguisa's first start against Juventus, Zanoli really performed in pressure situation, high pressure, you know. So I do like I do like Gaetano's assessment there uh, for his shot for Beast. I still got to give it to Mario. I mean, just if Mario didn't play the way he played, then, yeah, Zanoli would have gotten it. But but he just I mean. I can't even describe his play. You know, Carmine I'll read say, it all. You know, I'll say this much. Zanoli beast in a sense, like the fact that he had his first full match. There was a lot riding on this. He certainly beasted his responsibility. Role. Yes. His role, yes. his responsibility. Yes. yes. So, yes. so in, yes. in, in that, he's like a mini beast or something. Yes. You, you know what I mean? He certainly stepped up to the challenge. I will give Zanoli oh. that credit all day long. Absolutely. But when, when you have a commentator, Calling out your name, which happened with with Mario Rui, that's when you become the beast of the match. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like we, I mean, I know Rafa. You may have made the argument with you know Insigne possibly being the man of the match, but when you see Mario Rui being called out by the commentator for his performance, a positive mm-hmm. performance, 
that's that's the beast of the match. That's the guy that is doing all these little dirty works. And I'm telling you, I wasn't crazy so much about Juan Jesus. And I think having one Kulabali, yes, but also Mario Vuri right next to him, I think makes a big difference. And yeah. yes, he got to support from Lorenzo Insigne, which he should. And by the way, which he has been getting all season. All season, the wings, Palatano and Insigne, that should go without saying, have been supporting their 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 defense but with that together and and that performance with all those clearances and you know i i still think he has some trouble in the air but uh you bring up well deserved man you bring up a good point about um juan jesus being there with uh to his uh to his right and mayori to his left but 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 my i mean i'm sorry other way around no, I was right. No, I was right. Okay. Um, but I, I'm not 100%. Maybe someone can correct me again, as always. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Mayuri and Juan Jesus played with each other before. Uh, it might have been under Rome? Was it in Rome? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Roma. Maybe maybe the timeline doesn't match, but maybe it does, uh, where they played together. Under Somebody Spalletti. called Johnny. Somebody called Johnny. Where's Joe? Johnny who? Oh, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, if Johnny don't know, nobody knows. John, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny would know. Johnny, Johnny would know for know. sure. Yeah. Johnny gotta know. Somebody think, can't. Well, he's gonna be a guest on our show soon. So soon. That's good. Soon. Yeah. I think you're right, Ralph. I think they did. Because I'm pretty sure they did. And there's that familiarity right there. You know, like there's that right. familiarity. Ra- uh, Ralph, before we before we get on to the next subject, because I know yeah. we, I know we want to get that off because we gotta go. But yeah. how could we have gone 52 minutes without talking about Elmas's goal on Lozano's um, assist. Yeah. Well, you're. We talked about the pen. We talked about the free kick, beautiful to Politano, which was. I blame the plant. I blame the plant. I was. I was distracted. Yeah, man. And and actually, actually, foot mobs man of the match, Martin Darun, got gets the gets the goal back to pull within one. But then ten minutes left, two subs on the wings. I. Mean, it was. What a gorgeous sequence. You have Koulibaly, who hits this long ball pass right to Lozano, who, by the way, probably had the best touch of this whole season. Yes. His best touch when he needed it. He got it. Takes on the – goes head on towards the defender. And you – and I like when you – I remember seeing kind of like the camera angle. You see Koulibaly, Mertens, and Elmas dashing to the fucking mm-hmm. to, to, to the other side of the field to the box to catch up with Lozano who by the way is just effortless effortlessly flying down the field like it's all good and these and Koulibaly with those long legs just catching up Mertens huffing and puffing and Elmas coming in wide Lozano had the capacity to look over see a wide open Elmas and Martins, by the way, he could have probably yeah, had a Martin, shorter Martins is right no, behind him. Yeah. He sent it to Elmas. And I mean, Elmas patiently. Remember what I said, Rafa? I was like, listen, what I want from Elmas in front of the goal, I want him to Patience. be calmer, a little yeah. calmer. Pick yeah. your shot and just shoot it. Whatever it's a blast, this happened to be a low, low, low kick right under the goalie's leg on the far side. I mean, it was gorgeous. And it Perfect. fucking sealed the deal. It was a nail and it in came, the coffin. And it came, yes, I let out Couldn't this yelp when it happened. I'm yeah. cutting hair. I'm cutting hair, man. And and I see I see the play sequence go down, and I just went, yeah, because that was like 
it, man. I was afraid. I was afraid. But but bigger than that, bigger than that, not only do I have Elmas on my uh, Fanta Calcio, but I also have Lozano and Darun. So I'm winning right there, brother. I'm winning. Winning. No, and I just really love the fact that, you know, even like K2 passes the ball. Yes. And then runs to the box. I I love that. Like, I love seeing that. And he doesn't need to. He really doesn't doesn't need need to, does he? He doesn't doesn't need need to. to. But he doesn't. No. But it shows how much they want to. You know, even him, it shows how much Koulibaly wants to see. Yes, I don't want to take away the credit from what Lozano did or Elmas, but I love the fact that it started from K2 and he was still able to get down the field and catch up and at least put himself in the play. He definitely drew a defender away. He he was K2 is the reason why there was so much space for Mertens and Elmas because they all went to K2. I forgot who was the, the center backs there, but they all went towards K2 and they left that little gap right in the middle. And Elmas just walked right up to the goalie and boop, right in the net. Wonderful. Need we it's say a great more? Win. No, it was a great I, win, man. It was a great win. Took the words uh, right out of my mouth. It like, was just a great win. Perfect like, at the end of the day, win. perfect opportunity, perfect, perfect. You know, you couldn't ask for more this weekend except for maybe Juventus to come through, but fat chance. Um, and uh, it just was a great weekend. On to next weekend, uh, Napoli play against uh, Fiorentina, and then um, that's at Sunday at nine o'clock again. Um, but then we also have uh, Inter against Verona on Saturday at noon, uh, Cagliari Juventus 2:45 at noon, and Milan play Torino Interin. Uh, 2.45 in the afternoon on Sunday. So once again, Milan will have known what we did. That's another big thing, guys. Milan knew the results and was like, okay, we could pull ahead still. And, um, you know, we have to. The pressure was on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. The pressure was on them. Napoli ending their winning. We got to win, and they don't come up with points. So that could be very, very big going forward, too. Um, and those uh, are so tough yeah, matches. It's, it's going to be so much fun. Matches. Yeah, they those are very are tough. tough. Very tough matches. Um, but as great as this win was, it was pretty marred at the end of it, wasn't it, Ralph? It was, man. And guys, we, you know, I it's not like it, stop racism, man. Like I I, I, I I you know, I feel like it's full, it's all falling on deaf ears, man. And and I w- it was funny. I was right before we got on the show, Ralph. I was like, I was trolling a little bit uh, on on Twitter because I'm not a big troller. You know, I don't I don't like starting shit online. I prefer that you to come here, you know, and say it, you know, face to face. But you know, we always talk about the territorial. I mean, we 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 talk about racism, but we also look at the territorial discrimination and it's like how, how can we even stop racism when fucking italians hate each other you know mm. like white christians all hating each other based on the region that they live yeah, who, in and then who, we, we want to give a shit about anybody to give a shit a person of color i mean i mean i'm i'm not going to repeat what was said because it's just, it makes me sick but i i mean the guy literally threw out the n-word and not and with, with the monkey noises and and, and I, I I don't get it I, I I don't get it how this is good you know you know what I'm saying like how this is just eh, 
Nothing gets done. Nothing gets talked about it. So I was thinking, why, why? Thank you, Gaetano. Good on you guys for bringing this up. It's a complete embarrassment. There's a lot to go on. So my my only response is this now. Every time I'm I'm gonna start shitting all over Italy, and you know what? I don't care. I don't care if my family lives there anymore. My friends. I, I know the people that I love there are not racist. Yes, the rune did call out his fan. He's a big fucking really man. And and he, man. he big, big man. Big man for saying that. By the way, the Federation of Senegal also came out yeah. on, on social media and, and defended um, oh, this you know, I didn't know. No, yeah, I didn't know they came yeah. out and defended Koulibaly, saying, you know, you're not dishonored by that, you know, it, but it's it's ter I mean, you got fucking federations, you got countries, country. Senegal is a country calling it out. I, I don't know what to do anymore. You, you know, it, it, it's like we have so much power here. I, I try to act accordingly down. in my own life. The stadiums down, but it's about that's, time. That's what's no, happen. what's got to happen is Italy needs to get fucking embarrassed, bro. We need to shame that country because that that's the only way. It's the only way. Their ego, Italy's ego, is this big. It's too big, and it needs to get deflated. Your country. Missed out two times in a row on World Cups. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Because you know who's going? You know who's going to the World Cup? Koulibaly and Senegal. Shut the fuck up with the racism shit. It's wrong. I've had enough. All right? It's bad enough what we got to deal with in Napoli. But it sucks for a person of color. I'll blend in in Italy. Okay? But when you're a person of color, you have no choice. When you're being judged by, fucking, by a physical attribute. There's no escaping it. And this man, this man has to go in there day in and day out and keep his mouth shut for the better of his career, for the better of his team, and for the better of the city. And it really sucks, man. I wish that old piece of shit who did say that would go to Koulibaly's face outside the stadium and start calling him those words. That's what I want to see what happens. I want one of you Italians to come on a New York City subway and start talking that smack and see mm -hmm. what happens to you. Yeah, I want to see quick. what happens to you. Guess what? You're going to be on World Star yep. with somebody filming you getting your ass beat. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be racist, that's okay. You know what? Be racist. Okay. But come talk shit to our face. Come talk shit to our face. And you so-called I got family in the South shit, you better be speaking up too. I don't care if you root for Juve or Milan or Inter. I really don't care. I don't I don't subscribe to the conversation. And if you're from Napoli, you need to root from Napoli. But if they're shitting on the city that your family is from, you better speak up. You better speak up. That is your right. responsibility. And you need to do it. This is not about soccer anymore. This is not about couch or football, whatever you want to call it. This is about fucking human human dignity. Enough is enough. And Italy, get your shit together. You pig country, get your shit together. You're not that cool. You're not that cool anymore. You were dope in the 90s. You're not anymore. Get it together. Enough. Nice words. That's all I got to say. Good words. Good words. I do, I, I do want to um, bring this up. The Sal says that Napoli need to walk off the pitch. If that happens, it would make people listen. True. And um, there was a time where Koulibaly threatened to walk off the pitch and the referees, you know, pretty much stopped play and, and you know, they ended up resuming later. But this occurred, Sal, um, after the match. 
Um, there was a, a fan who video recorded the the team walking to the back. Raf, you got me teared up, man. Like it's not right, man. It's not right. It's not. We're humans here, man. What's enough? I, I just don't understand what it takes to be a decent human being, especially in Italy. Like it's it's across the board. It's across the board a cultural problem. I've lived it. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. It's across the board a cultural problem. It doesn't matter who you are. You are going. Someone's going to say something to you, and they have no repercussions for it. And that's the main problem that there's no repercussions. Yeah. FIGC doesn't give a flying fuck about it. They don't give a flying fuck. Slap a, no, it's a good. It's a, it's an opportunity for them to make money because then they find their exactly. Their so they make another stupid campaign, stop racism, another stupid song, and then they buried all their. Meanwhile, the meanwhile, meanwhile, the back room after. Me, no, Meanwhile, fans that. are meanwhile fans are holding up the team, saying we want free tickets or we're going to come into the team. We're yeah. going to come into the stadium yeah. and, and keep. I'm doing sorry. It. Yeah. I and I'm sorry, to, it happened to Juventus. To it happened yeah. to Juventus as yeah. much as we fucking can't stand Juventus. Yeah. Go be asses. Right. It happened to them, and it's not right. It's like we right. got Juventus, extorted. Juventus, yeah, Juventus had to had to react because they didn't want that kind of you know situation. So they had to give free tickets away to these the scumbag people who threatened to uh, come out and shout. You know, we're gonna we're gonna give you a chance to give us. A few free tickets, and you lose a couple hundred bucks here and there, or we're gonna cost you a few thousand because we're gonna come in here and say this word and that word, and it's disgusting, man. So, so, so that's the problem. Let me let me just. Oh, Carmen, I finish your thought. I'm sorry, to interrupt. No, Go but ahead. that's the problem. You 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 are a massive multi billion dollar corporation. You're gonna get extorted like that by a. You're you're gonna allow them to walk all over you like that. The problem is, is that, 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 that what are they gonna do though? They got the you know what. Uh, what, how do you solve it? How do you solve it? You just don't allow it. Put, you got, yeah, yo, you got to. just like listen, just like just like people. Listen, just like people of color try, are trying to solve it here in this country. The USA is not excused from the shit. We have a problem with race. I mean, no. racism exists all over the world. Hell, it, it's going to be super hard to get the whole world to change. But goddamn, can we at least in in these areas not? <laughs> spew that kind of hatred there's kids around there's families around man what you need to do is is put you gotta put you gotta shine a light on it period see italy won't put that spotlight on they're too fucking proud to put that spotlight on ourselves we in america we're not perfect but at least we put the spotlight on it at least we call you out and that's what's got to happen you got to call out everybody. You got to shame this country because when mm -hmm. we dealt with this shit in the U.S., it was shameful. You understand? And that's how people change. You got to feel shame to be that kind of person. It's shameful. Not that's how you that. change. Laws you have to be made, man. Not only that, made. but I agree. Laws have to be made and you have to hit them where it hurts. Hit them in the wallets. Hit them in the wall. See how fast they change. When you hit them in the wallets, and that's everything yeah. from corporations all the way down to a, a single fan. Hit them in the wallets, find them, make some sort of active change that to show that you care. Because up until this point, nothing. There's nothing. There, the 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 banner, the the we all know the banner. We know what banner yes. I'm talking about before Napoli Verona, right? Yes. Nothing happened because it said it wasn't in the stadium. Who the fuck mm -hmm. cared? 
if it was in the stadium or outside my house right now. Who the fuck cares? That is a disgusting act. And you're not and you're just the league, the league, yeah, the league. I mean, and, and that's an organization, right? That was the court of a big uh, right? And in, in uh, in the uh, Bentegodi, right? Am I correct? It's Kurva Sud. They need to close Kurva Sud. Kurva Sud should be closed for the rest of the season, unless there's yeah, some sort of chat with the ultras. Head they the closed, they did. Them. You have to shame them. It has to be national news. They need other countries around them. To 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 you, listen, come on. You know when 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 we when when the whole thing with uh, George Floyd, among other things that happened. All right, the events that happened in the U.S. Everybody was taking a knee. Everybody was 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 uh, 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 su- supporting the the movement, if you will. All right, and defending people of color coming out. And guess what? The whole world. The whole world, including the Italian teams, mm-hmm. the English teams, mm-hmm. the Spanish teams, took a knee. Took a knee mm-hmm. against our country. Fine. How about you start taking knees for your own fucking country? Mm-hmm. And stop acting like you're perfect. You're not. You're worse. You're worse. The only difference is that we got the balls to shine the light on these people and say, get out and say, no. And, and and it's not gonna it's not gonna happen now, but at least it's a start. At least it's it, it's it's and it, and it sucks that 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 these people have been going through it for so long and they still have to go through it. It makes absolutely no sense. But at the very least, start calling out these pricks, call them out, shame them, shame them, just like we're doing on social uh, on Twitter, guys, with the whole Napoli territorial shit. You see how fast people are changing their tune now, right? Oh, I got family and not when 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 they start shitting all over Napoli and then they end up getting jumped by us in in a proverbial sense. You know what? Because we're, we're holding them accountable, and then their story starts changing. And now, oh, I got I got Napoli family. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, you didn't mean it like that. And everybody needs to take the responsibility, man. That's the only way. That's the only way. You got to fight fire with fire sometimes, unfortunately, even if you prefer to fight, fight it with water. So I, that's all I have. To, stop racism, man. Just stop. I don't, that's all I got to say, man. I have yeah, nothing left. Scala says that you got to start taking some points away or people aren't going to care. But not enough. it's not enough, A, and B, it's not necessarily the club's fault. Like, the club shouldn't have to pay right. for idiots that trickle into the stadiums. Although the clubs should do better filtering these people that come in, yes. But the clubs being docked points is just not fair. It's not fair. It's 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 not fair because it's not Darun's fault. It's not Gaspadini's fault. It's not the man, the ownership of Atalanta's fault. They do though need to start closing sections of the stadium or closing the stadium. Period. Like you okay. Uh that listen, that hurts just as much no. closed doors. No, I mean it hurts, no, you it know hurts what? their pocket, but it doesn't hurt their points. Rafa, I, what I would do, no, 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 no. What I would do, what I would do, let all those pieces of shit stay at home on their couch, sucking their mother's titties, watching the fucking game. And you know what? Get 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 the families, 
to go in those kurvas. Get the kids with away, their parents. Give the it to kurva, them. Yep. Give mm-hmm. it to some fucking refugees. Give, give, give it to people who are not going to bring that hatred inside your stadium. Give it to them. Let them have the experience of seeing mm-hmm. that game. Because you never know. You never know whose life you're going to change if you do that. You just never know. Keep those jerks out and give it because I don't want the. It, it's true. I don't want the team. You know, even with Juve, how 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 it look. Listen, y'all, and I I implore you guys to listen to in the shadows of Vesuvius with Henry Bella Michele, and this guy tells you some shit that it blew my mind away. I'm not gonna give it away. You need to go listen to it of, of what Mich- these guys Michele do. Borelli, yeah, Michele Borelli is. Um, he lives right in Naples, so he he's he knows what the ins and the outs of what's going on. He's in the, he's literally in the shadow of Vesuvio. And uh, the, the podcast is amazing. It's on far from Vesuvius. Check it out. Uh, it's becoming their flagship show, man. Like that's, 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 becoming it's growing. The, it's getting the show, good. dude. It's great. Yeah. Um, and it's great. It's, it's amazing show. Check it out, please. Uh, far from Vesuvius. Again, you can still find us on far from Vesuvius until our, uh, our Raf and Raf's Apple podcast account comes through oh moving up um, there in the world Ralph. yes yes we're, we're still posting our audio shows to far from vesuvius for our apple users who uh don't really want to use spotify or google or podbean or whatever but whoever uses spotify podbean uh google podcast you can find the napoli rant on your favorite podcast platform if you can't watch live or watch taped check it out Guys, let's get Ralph, man. I, 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 I'm so happy that we talked about this, man, because so this is something that you know that was my I, rant. I, for the day. I, I, I really enjoyed that, and um, I feel like um, you're right when it comes to um, the territorial abuse. You know, it's not on the same level. Let's just say it right now, it's not on the same level as racism. Obviously, no, no, I don't but it's a fucking problem, and it's part right. of the problem. It's part of right. the cultural problem. They're cousins. The mentality it's, is it's, it's, co- they're, they're it's 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 a, it's a lateral move. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's exactly. a lateral move. Yes, yes. Obviously, you know, racism <clears throat> towards you know black people or Hispanic people or people of different cultures. It's it's disgusting in colors. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. But when you have racism or not racism, but discrimination within your own country too, right? That's a goddamn problem. Excuse my language. Right. To, no. you know, it's like how it's a, racist. It's a problem. Can you be? How racist can a white person be that they are even discriminatory over a different brand of white? I, I mean, like, what the and you know, a, a way of life, discriminating a way of life, and discriminating a, another another perspective within the country, and discriminating it, against, you know, the 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 way we live and the way you know our economic situation is. And you know what, man? At the end of the day, we're all Italians. Yeah, we're all Italians. It's the same thing here in America between the stupid Republicans and the dumb Democrats. Mm-hmm. It's the same. We're still Americans. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem. It's a discri- it's a disgraceful problem, and people need to get over themselves. They really do. They need yeah. first of all, especially in this country, people need to get the hell over themselves, man. Mm. Everybody, Republicans, Democrats, liberals, this, that, that. Everybody has to get over themselves and look at your neighbor and look at the person next to you and across from you and behind you. You know what I mean? And and we're all we're all the same. 
We all breathe the same air. We all eat the same food. We all need the same things to live. We all require love, affection, uh, um, um, happiness. We all go through sadness. We're, we're all the same, man. We're all the same. So I don't care where you're from. In this country, in Italy, I don't care. You'll never once, ever, ever. What up, I Cliff? cried. Let me tell you something. I, you, Cliff is <laughs> nice to have you in, Cliff. <laughs> the, the first thing I'm going to say when Cliff comes in is, we can't stand you, Ventus. <laughs> but in 2015, when they were in the the Champions League final, and there was that that stampede in the square in Turin, right? That a lot of people got hurt. There might have been a death or two, right? Remember that, guys? I don't know if you remember that. But I, I cried, man. I cried because those are Italians with kids going to watch their favorite team play on a big screen in a European championship final. And there was this some sort of false alarm where there was a, a, a stampede and a trampling and, and it was it was terrible. They had to clear this piazza. It was it was bad. And I cried, man. There are people out there, thankfully no Napoli fans that I know of, but there are people out there that were like, oh, Juventini got what they, the scum Juventini got what they were, got what was coming. Are you out of your freaking mind, man? Are you out of your mind? It's, it's disgusting. It's just disgusting, the mentality of these people. It's Cut it gross. Out. Cut it out. It's, it's amazing how people just dissociate, just uh, on the dime. They just dissociate and they feel yeah, like they're I don't like you because of your freaking team. Doesn't mean I don't like you because you're from Torino, Milan, Venezia, Roma, this, that. Stupid. I don't like you because of your team that you support. And I'm going to argue with you. Doesn't mean that I'm going to start picking on your weight, height, mm -hmm. sex, preference. Uh, 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 binary choice, economics, uh, um, um, status, you know, yeah, uh, 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 pronouns, mm -hmm. um, um, color of your hair, skin, this, that. I just don't like you because you're a scummy Juventino, <laughs> not because you're from Torino, yeah. <sighs> People can't, you know, not for nothing, but but Juventini, there's a bunch of Ferrari fans that are Juventini, I'm sure, because it's the same. I'm a big Ferrari fan. I have Me to too. disassociate the fact that Ferrari and Fiat and uh, Alpha they're, they're, that they're that they're they're owned by the same owners as Juventus. But I'm still a fan, and I, I I you know we can all rejoice there. But when it comes to Juve, just I don't care about you. Forza Max, Forza Max, Forza Max, guys. But I but but that doesn't mean I don't like you as a person. Doesn't mean I don't like you as a friend. That doesn't mean I'm gonna go ahead and start insulting you and your personal right. life and what your situation is. And people need to really get on the same page. Guys, I'm gonna end it there. That was powerful. No, Cliff, we like you. It's true. We do like Cliff. We, All right. Yeah, and doing like big you. things on your show, Cliff. We're good. We're glad to see it, man. We're super happy for you. Uh, but um, guys, it's been a great call mine. Thank you so yes, much Carmine, once again. Thank you, thank you again. Always Always a great job. Always uh, fun to have you up here, Ralph. Wonderful show as always. Yeah, man. Uh, Same to you, obviously. Yeah. Thank you to the chat, to everybody, uh, to everybody who stuck with us. Uh, big shout out seven to Gaetano and Gaetano and his seven family. More. Seven. Yeah. Twenty-one more points. More Twenty-one more 21 points. Twenty-one um, it, It's gonna be big, man. It, it, every, I mean, every Sunday or or every game match day is 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 gonna be so big. Looking forward to it, man. No, no matter what the results is, 
you know what? We're we're giving people a run for their money, and I think that's yes. That's we are in the conversation. We are yeah. in the Scudetto conversation on April fourth with seven matches left. How can you ask for more? Can't guys. Can't. can't. But, uh, you can't ask for more, especially after God. December and February. You can't. Ask yes, for man. That. Yes, we got through all those tough times, man, and we're here. We're here, and and and, and nobody can take that away from us, man. We were in it to the end. You know what I'm saying, and yes, and and I gotta tell you, I'm li- I'm seriously considering travel plans for May, guys. Just so you guys know. Me too. The more the we more we do what we are doing, I like oh, ready god. to pull the trigger. Oh my god, I got my tickets for June, so I'm I'm not gonna. Uh, <laughs> but it's all right. Okay, that's okay. Uh, thank It'll you. It'll still be a celebration, Ralph. Oh yeah. It'll still be a celebration when you get there in June. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, so, we're know, we're doing the rem- we're gonna do the remote episode, so I you know even if oh. and I I'm gonna hold it down here while you guys bring me the the on the boots boots on the ground content. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be <sighs> awesome. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, guys, Fortunopoli Sempre. Thank you to chat. Be sure to hit like, subscribe. Uh, a lot of people have. It's been helping us out. Uh, our numbers are growing. It's awesome. So um, avanti così, avanti così. Thank you so much. We love you, Fortunopoli. Until next time, guys. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, guys.